Another day, another dollar. No, it's not another dollar. It's another. What is that saying? I think it is another day, another is dollar. It, is it another day, another dollar? You showing up to do this doesn't seem to <laughs> bring any dollars. Does it? Well, hopefully, hopefully one day we'll create some <laughs> some dollars. <laughs> we'll but, see about that. I know. Welcome to the podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock, the show where two neighbors drop by for conversations that are fun, relevant, and downright hilarious. Join them and special guests in their mission to talk about anything and everything and laugh about it no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Neighbors Don't Knock. This is Season 4, Episode 3. Philip, it's always good to be on the mic with you. Hey, man. Good to have you. I know. Uh, if you guys didn't catch last week's episode, you need to go and listen to it. It was an awesome, awesome episode. We had a special guest. Christoph Zajak-Denik was on the show, so yeah. go back and check that out. It was a lot of fun having him on. He's such a nice guy. Yeah. He had some great advice, too. He did. Some really great advice. So I, I was excited. Uh, but today we're going to get into some fun topics, some very relevant topics, I guess, for everyone that's going on. Uh, a little bit of exceptions for celebrities and athletes. Is that a good thing, bad thing? Do you agree, disagree? We'll talk about that. Um, also, are movies back? Are they Are they back? Or are we the still in... The film. <laughs> are, are we back to the theaters or is this still the streaming wars going on? Um, and also stay tuned at the end of the episode because we're going to give you some really good neighborly advice this week. I really am uh, loving this, this advice. But as always, go back and listen to previous episodes from our other seasons and other past guests. You can listen wherever you get your podcast. Also check out our YouTube channel. Subscribe to that for some more fun content. Well, let's dive right in. Exceptions for celebrities and athletes. This is something that's been going on for a long time, right? I mean, it's just, I, I don't know when it started. I, I Is there a timeline of when this started? It was just the like, The whole oh, rules for thee and not for me yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Just like, well, you were speeding, but I love your movies, so <laughs> I'll give I'm you sorry, a stern warning. Yeah. I'll give you a stern warning. <laughs> Can I, can I get your autograph for my daughter? She just loves your films. <laughs> exactly, right? Or just a little selfie, right? I, I, I don't know. It's It's been going on for so long, but I feel like in the, the last decade, we have just allowed it to get even worse. Yeah, I think that the whole, you know, celebrity worship thing has gotten worse and worse, right? Especially as reality TV has come on and, and all of a sudden people are not just... Oh, stand corrected. Go back 20 years, not 10 years because sure, of yeah. reality well, TV. Because, because celebrities are no longer just the Hollywood A-listers. Now it's the influencers and, you know, YouTube celebrities and TikTok stars. And it's gotten bigger and bigger. And athletes, I could not tell you if I ran into a TikTok star or a YouTube celebrity. I know because we're old. <laughs> But I guarantee you that my 19 and 20 year old, you know, niece, nephew, they can tell us about TikTok stars and YouTube stars and Twitch stars and blah, 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 blah. It, it never ends. I right? mean, OK, so just is there a level of stardom then with celebrities? I don't think so, because certain athletes have reached basically Hollywood A-lister status now. Right. It's just gotten bigger. The pool's gotten Larger, I, I I guess, but I still I still feel there's like there's little like tears in in my book because I would put TikTok 
YouTube influencers and stuff on like the bottom tier. You know what I mean? Sure, okay, sure. But they're outside of your world. Exactly. All of well, all of them are outside of my world. <laughs> it's not like I have a secret life that I'm hanging out with A-listers behind your back. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I mean, my world is kind of like Green Acres. Right? <laughs> That's about where it ends. So, I mean, who would you have on your bottom tier? On my bottom tier? Yeah, yeah. If if you were if if you were to create a tier of celebrities of status, you know. The little pyramid of Shia LaBeouf would be on my, <laughs> be on my absolute bottom. Oh, LaBeouf. Oh. <laughs> Guy makes the hair wow, on my Wow, my gosh, up. you went straight to a very specific celebrity. You didn't just generalize. Dude, like 10 cap jugular. I mean, I can't. <laughs> I can't stand that guy. I mean, Shia LaBeouf, uh, wow. Sure. Okay, so there you now, go. Mr. So, LaBeouf, so, if you want to be on Neighbors of Knock, you have an open invitation anytime you'd like to come on the show. However, <laughs> all you, you, suck, dude. all You're you terrible. YouTube and TikTokers, you are above Shia LaBeouf. All of them. <laughs> I, I would, Everyone I would rather, gets a higher level than him. Brian, I don't play video games. I would rather watch some like fourteen-year-old pimple-faced kid on his Twitch account, like doing, doing Minecraft, Warcraft, whatever, <laughs> yeah, Minecraft, whatever, whatever they are. Right? I would rather watch that than watch any movie with Shia LaBeouf in it. I mean, I, I can't. I, I must say, I dug the first Transformer movie. I, I, I did. Yeah, I, that's I, because it was your toys from your childhood come <laughs> to life on the screen. That's well, I mean, Michael Bay it. just blew a lot of stuff up. So I, I was, I was. He does blow a lot of stuff. That's up. his mo, right? And what I've noticed, I've actually, unfortunately, seen all of the Transformer movies. I have, I have it. as well. Okay, so they did get worse as they went along. Oh, so much worse. <laughs> so much worse. They even couldn't save it with like big Hollywood names. Speaking of a listers, like Mark right? Wahlberg. Oh, Mark Wahlberg. Um, I, well, I'm a big Josh Jamel fan. Dumal, 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 Dumal. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Kristoff's just happy you got his name right when you reintroduced him to this episode. I don't know about celebrities. I know, right? But I, I tell you, you know, the thing about Michael Bay that blows my my wig is that not only does he like to blow a lot of stuff up, which is great, but as the movies bad evolved, boys, bad boys, totally. As the movies, the Transformer franchises, those movies evolved and, and more and more came out. Shit just started blowing up for no reason. I mean, they lost all plot, all rhyme and reason. It was, I'm just going to transform and blow that up now. Well, I mean... <laughs> That's what it I, was. I mean, if you're watching a movie and it's just it's slow and it's dead and dialogue sucks and just all of a sudden you see an explosion, you're just like, whoa! That's true. <laughs> but we'll get back to movies. But, but okay. I want to go back to your original question. So A-listers, celebs... Um, I include athletes. Politicians, athletes. Politicians are a good one. They're, they're nowadays, especially when you have access to video Rules things. for the not for me exactly right? it all the time so i assume that you're you're going th to go down the route of the of the tennis star right? yes yes uh novak uh, Djokovic, who is a probably the number i mean people say he's the biggest number one tennis star or best player tennis player in the world like in the world by far you know he, i mean he's great he's fantastic he wouldn't in again Talking about tiers, I wouldn't put him on my top level as number one, but most people seem to think that he is the best tennis player in the world. So I'm not going to argue <laughs> with all, all of the experts. Um, I mean, he's no Sir Patrick Stewart, but <laughs> exactly. You know. uh, but as far as as far as athletes go, he's pretty up he's there. He's pretty up there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, there was this whole controversy. I don't even think it was controversy, and I can't even speak today. But the whole issue of him showing up for the Australian Open, coming into another country, and not following the protocols that were stated for their their entrance for their visa and to right. be in the country. I mean, that was really what it is. He's unvaccinated. Right. You know? But he had COVID, right, in, like, December. Yes. 
Yeah, but he apparently he did not meet the country's requirements. According to the New York Times, he did not meet the country's requirements for entry because he was unvaccinated and they canceled his visa. So he filed a legal appeal. Right. And then after that appeal, that was denied. And then they... And I think I think we should note that it was unanimously denied. Yes. Right. The the Australian courts were like, no. I, I know. And you know what, what? What killed me? I don't remember if it was his... His wife, his mom, maybe it was his mom, somebody in their family, where they, where they put them up, they put them in a hotel or wherever that they had people that were in a holding area for COVID and things like that, right, before being admitted into the country. They put everyone in this place. And she was doing some interviews saying how this is, you know, not human or, you know, you're, you're mis- inhumane or you're just mistreating us. By, I'm like, you have a bed. You have a room and it's like, I mean, what, what, what do you want? The four seasons? I, yeah, I mean, come like, on. Like dog kennels. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. Nice. Look, I, I agree. But I think that we can't really use this as an example of celebrities getting away with things that the general population can't because in the end, he was deported from the country. I mean, that's. No, I, I agree. No I, I think it's a here. great, a great example of one of the few times that we see someone being treated like everybody else. Yeah. I mean, I think the policy is absurd personally, but the policy is the policy, right? So exactly. their country, their rules, and you have to- Well, not only that, rules. you know, Rafael Nadal, another tennis star who was playing in, in the Australian Open as well, made the comment that he knew the rules. He knew everything. This wasn't like new information they sprung on him as soon as the plane landed. No, but he tried to appeal it legally. I mean, he went through the right process of yeah, trying to- Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not dogging- Argue that he shouldn't have to comply. Yeah, exactly. Right? I, I think that it played out the way it should play out, but you're just seeing a little bit of this uprising, you know, in certain areas and circles. Like, you know, you're denying this athlete- because he, you know, I guess he had won it nine previous years, and this would have been like a record-breaking tenth year in a row if he won it. And being the best tennis star in the world, oh, you're denying him this, and and I'm sure there's going to be a legal appeal of, you know, some alter- so. altercation of you know you as as my job and employment as an athlete, you denied me this right and this and blah blah blah. But I mean, I don't think it'll go anywhere if there is anything like that. I think the you issue don't. is pretty much dead. But but it, at this point, he'll compete again, right? He'll come back. He'll oh no, himself. I'm not saying so, he's not going to compete. I'm just this one specific incident is. I think they're going to use it as this launching pad for you know. Well, I was denied this and blah blah blah. You know, I just well, I feel like it's a seeing, ripple effect. You know, we're already seeing quite a lot of uh, of support, outpouring of support for him, right? I mean, his his fellow athletes who are competing. They, you know, raise a Serbian flag. I mean, they've been chanting his name. It's, it's been, uh, there's a lot of support for him as an athlete, but. Well, yeah, when you're in again, the fan club, of course you're going to support. I mean, it's like the rules, free Britney. Right? What are you going to do? Yeah, like, free Britney. Free Britney. <laughs> T-shirt. <laughs> exactly. I, I just, I think it needs to, I, I agree with what, how it played out. I absolutely agree with what it, how it played out. I'm with you. I thought it was a little extreme. It's a bit extreme. Uh, on the policy, but the same thing, they were consistent. Right. Their rules, so, their country, what can you do? Right. But, but what about, what about these, these politicians, man? We talk about, you know, celebrities, politicians are really celebrity status at this point, especially with the media wars that have been going on for the past few years. They've kind of raised everybody up to, I mean, I thank Twitter for all of that. I mean, it's the same thing for most sure. celebrities. All they have to do is type in one thing on Twitter and either they can 
they can squash something right away because there's so many people that follow them or it can raise hell. Yeah, I think it's definitely true that in 2022, more people know um, congresswomen, congressmen, their names than ever before, right? Isn't it's, that it's sad, though? Become, Isn't that a little sad? Well, it's sad that it took things like Twitter to make it happen because we all should be on top of, of what's going on with our with our politics in the federal level and the state level and the city level, local, whatever. But I do find it fascinating that these now celebrity politicians are constantly being caught breaking their own rules all the time. Uh, yeah, because they're a lot, most of them are a lot older, right? So jumping into the whole Twitter game is, is not something that they probably grew up doing most of the time, right? So, so it's, it's like when you give, like when you go on a, a high school trip away, you know, you, and you drink in the hotel or something like that, and someone takes some pictures and they leak out, right? I mean, it's, of course. it's like, why, why do that? It's like, it doesn't, do we not learn from when we were younger? But it's happening across the age <laughs> spectrum, right? You look at the beginning of the pandemic, it was Nancy Pelosi, like going to get her hair done without a mask and all this when she was just chest thumping and, and browbeating everybody for masking up. Then you get AOC's recent Florida vacation where she's just like partying at the bars with the boys, completely maskless. By the way, got COVID. <laughs> so, so there's that. But but it's it's ridiculous, right? All these uh these free passes that that we keep on granting people. Yeah, I, look, you brought up the whole police thing, like the celebrity gets pulled over. I don't care about that. I mean, it's always been officer's discretion to give somebody a citation for speeding or running a traffic light or whatever, as long as they're not being a danger. I mean, it's one thing if they're running red lights all hammered. Okay. Well, uh, we could go, I mean, we could go deep down a rabbit hole, but there have been celebrities that have been in serious car wrecks oh, yeah. where, where people were killed and nothing happened. And that's um, terrible. And you, that's you know unacceptable what I mean? and we should be rising up and, and printing t-shirts, you know? <laughs> I mean, I, I let me let me just say this. I don't not speaking to knowing any of the facts of those cases and things like that. Yes, I, I know that they play out, but I feel like there's we hear more stories and more headlines about criminal acts or things that we can just be like, oh, well, they have money. Let's look the other way. You know what I mean? It's like Bieber, like wreck some Lamborghini. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh well, he'll he'll pay for it and go on his in his He's way. The you know, you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you know, she was smoking weed. You know, I think there was an article one time that uh, Rihanna or somebody, or I, I don't remember who it was. So apologize to Rihanna if this is inaccurate. But like, you know, someone was caught smoking weed or something like that. And to me, that's not a big deal. Come now, Rihanna does not smoke weed. Before noon every day. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 should, I think she's extremely talented. I like her. She should never act ever because she's really, I saw a film with her and no, 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 that's not good. But um, she's a wonderfully talented performer and, and musician and producer. Uh, pretty sure she smokes weed every single day. I just, I, I've, I've got a hunch. I've well, got a hunch. Well, you know, and again, that doesn't bother me necessarily, but... There are places that it's illegal to just openly smoke weed. Almost nowhere anymore, though. Weed is like went from the the taboo thing to sort of everyone's like, eh, we give up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of across the country. There's so many this. other problems. Fine, you can have yeah, this one. God, it, it stinks. But that's everyone's okay. we bitched give up. so much about the legalization of weed. They the government's just finally like give them one. Totally. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, Colorado <laughs> had the right idea. Yeah. And then, then then they're sitting there going, you're welcome, guys, you're welcome. Which, by the way, I think is terrible. I, anybody who is a huge proponent of legalizing marijuana, they need to go hang out in downtown Denver, Colorado for a little while. I was there recently. Dude, it's brutal. It's yeah. brutal. I mean, you smell it everywhere, first of all. And I can't stand the smell of weed, so it makes me like, everywhere I go. And... It's like a bunch of 23-year-olds that are all burned out with, like, their dog begging for money. Like, hey, man, you spare a dollar? I'm like, dude, you're 23. You don't get to be this. this. When you're, like, 62 and you've had a crack problem for the past 18 years. Just tell them to become an influencer. Yeah, then that's you get- when you get to be in the doorway with the cardboard sign, okay? You don't get to be. Figure out how to be an influencer, dude. Get that. Get to that bottom tier celebrity. You jump on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, right? You know, play some, whoa, I blew it up. You know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Million views. got to be a Transformers video game that you can be YouTubing about. <laughs> Get on there and blow some shit up. Don't be begging for money at 23. Hey, man. Okay, well, then let me let me ask you this before we move on from this, this topic. Is it our fault that we put celebrities on pedestals? Yes. I mean, not yours and mine. But I, I mean, there's certain, there but... certain celebrities that I, I put up there. I mean, we all have. Of, we, of, we... of course it's our fault. In everyday life, people do absolutely amazing things that are worth honoring and paying attention to, and we don't. Instead, we go ahead and we try to figure out who Kanye West or Ye West, whatever the hell his name is now, <laughs> is dating, and it becomes headline news. No yes, one cares. It is absolutely. But that's the problem. Everyone seems to care, and it's crazy. We, we, this is absolutely our fault, societally. Yes, we we put these people up on pedestals that they do not deserve to be on for no reason other than we like having them in our living room at night. Yeah, right? I I mean I guess so. I mean, you look at all the things with the award shows, they're now bringing back a host for the award shows, but yeah. but the the past several years all these award shows have the uh, the viewership and everything has gone way way down. I think people are catching on that it's just rich people giving themselves a pat on the back. Pretty much. I hope they're catching on. I hope they are. I don't, I don't know anymore. You know, I, I, I would like to see us turn our attention to, uh, to worshiping people in other worlds, right, that are doing amazing things. Like Joe, Joe Rogan brought it up once in a, in a stand-up routine that he did. He said, okay, everyone knows who, let's say, you know, the Kardashians are dating or married to this week. <laughs> yeah, if I say good, I'm glad you clarified. But but, but name but name the the people that invented Bluetooth. Here's a technology that changed your life for the better for forever to come. Right, you use it every single day in in your vehicle, on your computer, with your little Apple AirPods. It affects everything. No I couldn't idea, I right? couldn't tell you who invented shoelaces. Um, see, there you go. <laughs> We should, we should be we should know these things but, <laughs> right but instead it's like did you see what Leonardo DiCaprio was wearing today oh my god he's gained so much weight you know and and I just want to put this out there this is not an in, an attack on people of act who are actors being an actor you know who have immense talent and knocking on their success but I still think that the way that we portray People in those professions, I, I I do. I think most of these Hollywood actors. I say Hollywood because I they're being overpaid. Like the like top list Hollywood actors are being way overpaid in my well, opinion. Well, it's whatever the market will bear, right? And you can say the same thing about top list athletes, but the reality is they can't actually be overpaid because they're making that money back for whoever's paying them in spades. 
So their value really is well. That okay, high. I guess I should clarify. When I say overpaid, the amount of money that could be allocated to other people within sure. those projects, I, I think that's why. It, it sure, just, it seems like there can be some more equity. Yes, right? exactly. And you've actually seen in various sitcoms, one of your favorites included with Friends, where they actually stood up and said, "No, we're going to spread this evenly. We're not going to allow certain stars in the in the cast to make more than others." Yeah cool right that's that's nice. well you also Very, had an you had an ensemble that could stick together like that you, you know you're <laughs> you got black widow you're not gonna have scarlett johansson you know being no i'm sure i'll, I'll take less to give it to you guys <laughs> you know? no i agree with you but but speaking of uh a-list hollywood celebrities being paid tons and tons of money and being paid what they're worth dude our second segment well let's let's get into it our movie's back Spider-Man, oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, isn't it weird that it, it's been out since, you know, be, since 2021 <laughs> before we got into the new year, right? That's true. And and we're still talking about this movie because it's just making tons and tons of money. I mean, it was, what was it, opening weekend domestic box office? I mean, it's made almost seven hundred million dollars to date no from, no no much more from, than that actually from, from domestic box from office. domestic box. from domestic yeah worldwide it's, it's worldwide 1.4 billion 1.6 billion 1.6 1.6 yeah it's a it's a really big deal because there's been this ongoing thing you know we, covid's still here <laughs> it's still here but there's been ongoing war or I, I, people stated war of streaming wars right of all these services that are being provided and the costs that are coming with them and no one wants to go to the movie. So they're deciding, you know, studios are like, well, should we release it on streaming service or should we do a theatrical release or both? And then they blame when the movie tanks, they blame COVID. Right. But Spider-Man is clearly, clearly an example that people want to go back to the movie. Sure. I mean, not only is it crushing the box office in terms of, of its competitors, but it's also one of the highest grossing films of all time already. So, I, I think it is a testament that it's, it's number eight in history. Yeah, yeah. Right now, it's it's at number eight. It may it may pass that. It's okay. So the top so the top ten movies of all time, uh, as far as for grossing movies, Avatar. Uh, it was in two thousand nine, and of course, Avatar two coming out this year. Which I wasn't even like a hardcore Avatar fan. I enjoyed the movie, but I'm I'm gonna go see the second one. I'll go see it too, but I'm not. I mean, James Cameron pumps out a movie like once a decade. So I'm just like, all right, I'll go see what you got. Because yeah, every every time he does it, he makes a ton of money. I know. <laughs> I, I just, I'm, not all, I'm, not, I'm not all a Twitter about it, but I'll definitely go see it as well. Just because you're right. I mean, it's always grand scale with him. Yeah. You know? I mean, as a, Ever as since a great. Ham Apple commercial in 84, <laughs> man. He's just been on a trajectory upwards. It's. Okay, so that was that's right now at number one. Uh, number two, uh, Avengers Endgame, which was, we both agree, phenomenal. Uh, Titanic sitting at number three, another James Cameron movie right there. there. Um, Star Wars The Force Awakens is at number four. So, you know, uh, episode seven there. And then Avengers Infinity War, Jurassic World, The Lion King, which surprises me. Then you have Spider-Man No Way Home, The Avengers, the first Avengers movie, and then... Number 10, Furious 7. 
So, I mean... Isn't that amazing? <laughs> the Fast and Furious franchise is still That's, going. That is all the Far East of the world driving that franchise. They, the Asians love the Fast and Furious franchise. It dominates <laughs> the box offices over there. It's pretty awesome. Fast cars, man. I, you know, they're, they're a fun, non-thinking movie. Right, they're it, definitely a non-thinking movie. I mean, you just point. sit there and you watch it. Like, let me see some cool stunts with some cars, and yeah. that's about it. The dialogue's not. And actually, you know, my favorite character in those in the franchise is uh, Ludacris. Oh, really? Yeah, that's hysterical. I like that. I love, I love Ludacris. I think he's awesome. You know, I know they're not Michael Bay films, but do you think they consult him for blowing shit up? They, blow <laughs> they a might. Lot they of might. Shit up in they, the Fast and the Furious franchise, <laughs> they, they might. Um, you know, so all these movies that we talk about. Oh my gosh, they're they're bombing or you know and i think that the whole woke thing about how they're recasting and doing all these well they're not making because it's covid all this blaming and stuff well clearly spider-man is a movie that people wanted to see well it's definitely and it's doing well yeah it's definitely a testament to one how much that particular character is cherished across generations two a great testament to good studios putting out incredible content well, okay. I mean, Sony and Disney and Marvel got together and made an incredible movie. It's a really great movie. It is, and, and that's the that's the other thing. Okay, so you say the beloved character, right? But we're not talking about a movie that just did well opening weekend. We're talking about a movie that's continuously, it's it's really it's still being viewed, right? Uh, you know, we 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 both love Ghostbusters. We're a fan, and you know, the Ghostbusters Afterlife came out, and there was all that controversy about the you know how they. Skip the 2016 one and, and you know, and yeah, this but, and that. But that was but, another great movie, but it, but was it another, didn't do anywhere near as well as this no, movie. No, no, so. no. We're not talking records here, but it did really well. And it was a, a much lower budget movie. Indeed. You know, and, and, and so you, it can be done. There are movies out there that people will want to go to go see and can be done. So this whole thing that, but we're going to blame COVID. We're going to do this. Oh, it bombed because they don't want to see a strong female. I was like, no, that, that's not it. I think, I think we're all open, at least me. I'm open to strong female characters, strong female cast. You know, let, let's play with a little bit of, you know, storytelling here. I, I'm all for it. Let, throw something at me. If it's not good, I'm not going to like it. That's yeah. just it. Look, 100%, but do it right. You know, don't go the Marvel Eternals route because there's the opposite example. There's a movie that basically bombed in the box office and, in my opinion, just wasn't a good film. Yeah, I, I, I'm just tired of hearing storylines come out. Well, it bombed. It's because of COVID. People aren't going back to the theaters or th there's th theatrical releases, streaming, you know, going from theatrical to streaming or right away. That's not helping. You know, I, I'm, I'm tired of hearing that. It's just simply not good. Like, there's just certain movies that are just not done well. I agree with you. But COVID is going to keep wreaking havoc on this. Look at what just happened with Disney Pixar's coming film, Turning Red. They just pulled it from its theatrical release. They're going to only come to Disney Plus. Streaming is where it's at. But does that mean that streaming prices are going to be affected by this? Are they going to push them to go up or down? Because we're only seeing increases. There is so much new content coming out on these streaming platforms. Of course, prices are going to keep going up. The wars are just heating up. We're at the, we're at the infancy of the streaming wars. You really think so? Absolutely. Okay. I, I, I mean, well, inflation is getting ridiculous everywhere. <laughs> Groceries, wine, you know, gas prices. Why, why not? Why not streaming services? Yeah, I agree. I mean, look, Netflix just announced another price hike. They're going up to almost 20 bucks a month for their, for their top tier service. That's Which expensive. I, honestly, I'm thinking they're hitting a ceiling. HBO max was what, uh, I guess what 1499 a month. Some of it, some of the providers you have, some of your internet providers actually 
you get that service within your package or something like that, uh, which is what we do. So we're not paying that out of pocket. But I, I just think that they're getting very close to all of these hitting the ceiling. You start paying more than $15 a month. Well, I can, tell service? You, I can tell you for sure that in my household, we currently spend much more than we did with a basic, I shouldn't say basic, but with a bundled cable package, the sort of classic yeah, 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 cable package. Yeah, cutting the cord didn't seem so, like, felt good then. Now it's like, oh, damn. Yeah, and I've made this <laughs> argument for years that the whole problem with cutting the cord is that you're opening the door for individual services to hook you with content, and that's exactly what they've done. I mean, in my household alone, we have... Hulu, Paramount, Netflix, Disney Plus, Apple TV Plus. Oh, so you have you have almost everything. HBO Max. I, I feel like we want to get rid of Netflix. I want to get rid of Netflix. There's there's very few shows on there. Um, and the fact is you can binge watch everything so quickly and then it's just kind of done and then you're paying for this service. You know, the other the other services, I enjoy the fact when they release one episode or two episodes a week or something like that, you know, where you're kind of hooked into, it gives you something to look forward to with the service. And then you get to enjoy the other services because you feel you're getting something out of it. You're like, yeah, I'm there for that. I'm there for that show. But now I can enjoy some of these other ones because I'm not going to get rid of it. The beauty of the Netflix model where they release everything in one go is that you can binge it and then cancel the service until you want to watch whatever comes up next that you're interested in. You can try to game the system that way. If you could only choose two services. I'm going to say Apple TV Plus and Disney Plus are my two choices right now with one caveat. If the next episode of The Book of Boba Fett is as bad as I thought the last one was, <laughs> that goes on the chopping block. You mean the one, the one with Paramount. the Vespas? <laughs> the brightly colored Vespas? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it, it was like watching something from like it was Power downtown Rangers. Milan meets Power Rangers yeah. meets Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I can go to a whole episode about that. All right. I got a question for you. So in terms of the, the streaming content, what do you think about these shows that are getting a lot of traction now that are based on video games? For me, it's not my bag. It, it, it's not my bag of tea. It's not your bag, baby. It's not my, it's not my bag, baby. Now, I, um, I I tried watching The Witcher a little bit. I didn't. It didn't hook me. Yeah, as no, much I, as I've I was, had the same, was hoping. I've had the same reaction, but I'm forcing myself to watch it because I'm fascinated by this merging of genres, and I'd like to sort of stay. I, I'm okay hip with, and it. with it. I mean, know? I'm just I'm okay with it because there you look at the the games now, the video games, and and all these different uh, genres of video games that we have. They're a lot more story driven games. Yeah, I agree. It's an interesting uh, you know? genre. It opens up a lot of doors. You have The Witcher's success, I think, is really fueling quite a bit of it. But I hear there's going to be a Halo series coming up. And Okay, how about this? So you've got these, uh, these universes and these huge franchises in film now. Let's use Marvel as our example. That is being supplemented with these TV series that they're spinning off where actual plotline content to the bigger universe comes into play. So people are saying, oh, I have to watch... Well, that's Whatever just smart. That's just smart. Smart, right? That's just smart. Do you think that they're going to go that way with gaming? Do you think they're going to start releasing games about these franchises that have Easter eggs and content that is important to the cinematic universe and the television universe? I think going forward, at least right now, we're in a bubble where that's what everyone's doing. Well, I tell you what, we recently had the, the pleasure of, of going to what's called the Infinite, which is a virtual reality tour of the International Space Station. I, I haven't done that. Did you do? How was it? It's incredible. That's, uh, we're, we're supposed to do it, but we canceled due to other. It is absolutely incredible. And it has 
completely changed my opinion on virtual reality and augmented reality. Yeah, the because like the, the virtual reality part is like 30 minutes, right? It's the whole thing. Oh, the whole time. It's the whole thing. Yeah, and it is absolutely amazing. And to anybody, it, it actually is going on tour. It's not just going to be here in Houston. Anybody yeah. here in Houston that hasn't done it, please go to the Infinite. It's amazing. And when it comes to your city, be sure to check it out. It's incredible. I think there's only one more week of it being here. Oh, really? I, it's something like that. But 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 go on and check that out because it. I, I read up on it. It's basically an hour-long uh, visit to the International Space Station. You get to see pictures that were taken in space and there's like a well, not just picture it's fully filmed in vr with vr cameras it's yeah you, you're supposed to basically be able to tour the the space station you do and at the end you actually go on a space walk where you can have a 360 degree field of view of, of an astronaut being tethered to the outside of the space station that's pretty cool it's incredible but the reason why i bring that up is because i think that I now think that virtual reality is coming for these huge franchises. I think it's only a matter of two, maybe three years before you're in your living room hanging out with Doctor Strange. I think they're going to goggle I, up. I mean, I'm not going to, I mean, I would definitely attempt to see those, but I, I didn't get into the whole 3D thing. You know, there, there, I tried. There are certain movies that looked, now, again, speaking of Avatar, since that was one I didn't see on IMAX and 3D, but would have loved to because it was meant for that, right? Indeed. There's just certain movies that were that were made for things like that. I would have loved that. I just don't. I haven't gotten into that, and so I don't know. I, I don't think, know if the 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 AR experience is going to catch on. So I think the problem with the whole 3D thing is it's it's just not enough value to deal with the headache of putting on the glasses, and they actually give you a headache sometimes. You know, kind of weird feeling. But with the VR thing, come on. Would you pass up the opportunity to have Luke Skywalker sitting next to you on your living room sofa and like interacting with you? I mean, it would be really cool, but can you imagine the theaters in chaos, like trying to like join in no, on, the, on the? It's gonna be a home entertainment thing. You can't. Do I was about it. To say, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I thought you were talking about something. Content. Okay, I thought you were talking about maybe in the theaters instead of like the 3D, like having no, that would, yeah, everyone just be running into each other all over the place. Can you imagine those poor kids that are trying to make out on a date? They're like 17 years old. They're knocking goggles into each other and trying to find a way to. The French with the damn things. Can, can you imagine there's someone's in there trying to eat popcorn, watching, and there's like some lightsaber battle, and like just people are like popcorn <laughs> just bouncing off the from the goggles, just yeah. flying everywhere. Someone's yeah. like running into you, and you're like, "What was that?" Yeah, yeah. it would just Wind be up chaos. With a soda straw up your nose. Oh it's my terrible. gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, hopefully you guys are gonna go and check out some movies this year because there's a lot of great movies coming out in 2022. So I'm I'm excited for that. But Philip. Being uh, pop culture geeks and things like the movies and comic books and things like that, um, there is another podcast out there that you should know about. You need to check out the BXG podcast where pop culture and nerd culture meet at the nexus of the universe. It's true. They do a much better job of talking about this stuff than we do. It's where TV, movie, music, and video game news and reviews are available at really anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Good Pods, Podbean. Almost every other podcast service around the globe. Yeah. Uh, you can also check them out on YouTube with video reviews. So for all you nerd and pop culture people out there, check out BXG Podcast. Okay. Now we are going to move into our last segment today, which is one of my favorite segments. Our neighborly advice. Our neighborly advice. And we got some good neighborly advice today. So our neighborly advice comes from bouncymuster.com. Because <laughs> we're bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. Um, <laughs> but it is, if 
you ever get caught sleeping on the job, slowly raise your head and say, in Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not a very religious person, but, but that's pretty funny, I have to admit. That would be a really good way to play that off. What would you say if someone said that to you? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt Yeah, you. exactly, right? This moment. That, that's right. <laughs> Not saying that you shouldn't be working yeah. when you're on the job. I can but... get those TPS reports later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, hopefully you're not falling asleep on the job, but... But if you do... If you do, just a little, uh, in Jesus' name, amen, and then get back to work. <laughs> I dig it. Ryan, that was fun. I appreciate you stopping by. Hey, I like yeah, the I think new we're music ready to... for Neighborly Advice. That was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good, too. I think we're ready to wrap this one up. I think so. Yeah. Uh, make sure you guys check out at past episodes from our other seasons, or even this season. That's right. We have had a great guest last week, and you never know who's going to stop by. No, we have a pretty diverse slate this season. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. That's right. You need to tune in coming next Friday for a new episode and every Friday for new episodes to see which neighbors decide to stop by and have some fun with us. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast and check out our YouTube channel. That's right. We have some more fun content over there on YouTube. Absolutely. And hey, toss up some reviews. We like hearing back from our listeners. I'd like to see what people think. I'd like to see some uh, comments on our social media. Yeah, yeah. Let us know. And if you email us, uh, you know, maybe we'll read your email out on, on the show. <laughs> the more embarrassing, the better. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Out.